Hello everyone. Good day and welcome to another edition of Sports Hub with Oberi. Happy new month to you all out there. I wish us all the best 30 days of 2020. And may we live to see the end of 2020 in good health and massive testimonies and also breakthroughs. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to September, everyone. My name is Eberi Oji, your host on this show, being aired on Radio Radio, your favorite online radio. Here on this show, we bring to you live updates on sporting events and activities all over the world. Welcome once again. Alright, so it's been football as usual. Football gist once again. We all know the UCL and the UEL, that's the UEFA Champions League and the UEFA Europa League finals have come and gone. With Sevilla winning the Europa League trophy for the sixth time and Bayern Munich winning their sixth UCL trophy against the backdrop of a 100% UCL record last season. Like, they didn't lose any game at all. They won all their game from the group stages in the, U- um, the UCL down to the finals. They won all their games. And all those games, they scored at least two goals plus. Except the final. The finals ended in a 1-1. One, one, um, it was a 1-0 victory for Bayern Munich in the finals against PSG. So, congratulations to the reigning champions. <laughs> congratulations to the reigning champions, Sevilla and um, Bayern Munich, the reigning European champions. The community shield for the EPL was played on the 29th of August. Like, you know, in, in the EPL, there's this, before the league starts, maybe a week or thereabout, or two weeks before the league starts, they tend to play community shield um, games. The, I, I, I read that after... The, the, the proceeds from that competition is being given to the masses and to the community and all that definitely there's a shield there's a trophy there's a piece of silverware that needs to be won before the EPL season starts it's um those that play this game are FA Cup winners versus the EPL winners those that won the FA Cup trophy would play against the club that won the EPL trophy so it was Arsenal. Arsenal won the FA Cup trophy on the 1st of August against Chelsea. They won that game by two, goal, two, um, two goals um, to one. Then we all know now Liverpool won the league after 30 years. So they played against each other on the 30th of August. Of course, going into that game, Liverpool they were the um, favourites. But I don't really know because I believe they started training well. They travelled to um, Austria. for They started up preseason a week before other clubs started up their preseason games. Because they, they they were eliminated in in the round of sixteen. Liverpool were, they were eliminated in the round of sixteen by Atletico Madrid in the in the Champions League. So they had a lot of time to like you know rest. They didn't play any game in August, and all. So they started up their preseason games before every other you know every, other clubs, and all. So they were in Austria. They they played like two games in Austria, two preseason games in Austria before coming returning back to um, England. So going into that game, they were actually favourites to, you know, win something, to win that game against Arsenal. And it was going to be kind of laughable if um, Jürgen Klopp loses the game. The last time he lost one of the, um, the EPL games before they, they got the trophy, they lost against Arsenal, two goals to one. That was the loss. That loss hindered them from, you know, getting 100 points. A record hundred points, matching the same hundred points um, targets like Pep Guardiola did for Man City two season, three seasons ago. So they lost against Arsenal, Atletas Arsenal, and heading into that game, most people felt well, this is champ, a champ, this is a champion now. Klopp and Liverpool, I feel they would they would come out victorious in that game, but. The better side was Arsenal, funny enough. It was Arsenal. Arsenal, from the first whistle, Arsenal played good football. Before the 20th minute, the Atalis man, Abu Meyang, had scored in the first goal of the game. They had opportunities to seal that game in the first half. They had opportunities upon opportunities to have scored more goals in the first half. But they squandered it now, you know. The last, they, 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 they had, you know, they, they squandered that, those opportunities. They squandered those opportunities. Heading into the second half, Klopp made some tactical changes. He made some subs. He brought in the likes of um, Nabi Keita and 
Minamino. And under barely 10 minutes after Minamino and um, Nabiketa, they were introduced, the game changed to an extent in the second half. Liverpool now had more ball possession and they had more threats. But Martinez, Arsenal's second-choice goalkeeper that has been tremendous for the club, the Argentinian goalkeeper has been tremendous for the club. He made a couple of very, very good saves against them. The likes of Mani, the likes of... Um, yeah, Mani, especially because Mani and... Uh, what's his name? Mani and Salah. Martinez made a couple of very good saves. And, well, he wasn't able to keep out the goal. Minamino scored. Minamino scored a very good goal in the second half. And many people thought that, yes, since it's balanced now, it's a 1-1 now... Um, Liverpool will go ahead to, you know, win that game. But it didn't happen. The game ended 1-1 full-time. So they had to play. There was nothing like playing additional 30 minutes or thereabouts, extra time. It was just straight to penalties. Arsenal scored their five penalties. Sadly, Liverpool scored four. They lost one. Their young star, um, Ryan Brewster. Ryan Brewster was actually was very, very good for Swansea. He went on loan at Swansea and he was great even during the preseasons they had the preseasons they had in Austria he scored two vital goals for Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool so missing that goal he he actually fired the shot well but the ball hit the hit the goal post like it hit the 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 the, uh, the, the goal bar the goal post bar and it didn't go in so that was the that was the only thing that hindered Liverpool, because I feel if they had scored five, 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 five um, penalty shootouts, definitely in the second, the second phase of the penalty, one club, uh, it's that thing really, it really affected, <laughs> it affected Liverpool's morale. And the guy, he played that in the third. That was he was a third player to play, as in to play his own his PK, his penalty, his own penalty spot kick, and he lost. The other ones, they all scored their goals, scored their, <laughs> scored, and you know. It ended 5-4 in favor of Arsenal. So, Arsenal has so far won two trophies. I'll call it. I'll call the community shield a trophy because as as far as they had lifted up something, it's a trophy. They lifted up a silver, which is a trophy. Yeah. So Arsenal won two trophies in the space of 29 days. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a step to the right direction. It's a step in the right direction. Unai Emery didn't win anything with Arsenal, but Ateta came in. He's not up to 10 months with the club. He won the FA Cup. They won the FA Cup, and now he has won the um, um, the Community Shield in the space of twenty nine days. The first on the first of August, they won the FA Cup against Chelsea. On the 29th of August, the same month, they won the Community Shield against Liverpool. And these clubs are not just small clubs; they are big, big clubs. They are like the top four, top four, top six sides, best sides in the EPL. It's a good one, and I believe with the signings he is making so far. He has gotten in the likes of um, Gabriel from Lili, the Brazilian 20, um, 21 year, 23-year-old Gabriel from Lili. He has brought in the likes of Ceballos. Ceballos was on loan at Arsenal, season-long loan last season, and now he has returned back to Real Madrid. But talks are ongoing. He wants to return again. Arsenal wants him back again on another season-long loan. And hopefully, if he performs well this time around, they might want to sign him on a permanent basis. So Danny Sabalos is likely to return back to Arsenal on a season-long loan for the 2020-2021 season with Arsenal. So it's been a good one. The, the, the energy in Arsenal, they, it's Arsenal, they play very good football. They don't hold the ball for a very long time. They, they, they know Once you're with the ball, you know who you're giving the ball to. Bukayo Saka, Abumeyang, um, the, the guy from Scotland. Thierry, it's not Thierry Henry, Thierry or something, Thierry or something, there about, yeah, that, yeah. We have, um, what's, what's, a whole lot, like, they've been good, they, they play good football. Arsenal fans can believe again that, yes, they can challenge for top four spots. This is something they, they, in as much as they've not won the UCL, or it's been a long time, it's been over, how many years now they won, um, an EPL trophy, but at least, all through, um, what's, uh, As a winger's regime, they always finish the league in top four, top four spot, top four spot. So, coming out now for like three seasons now, going to, this is the fourth time, fourth season or there about that they won't be playing Champions League football. I don't think they, it's something that would go down well for most of the fans. Now, right now, they've started playing well. I feel their target now will be to finish, the, to end this new season, to begin the season on a high. 
and try as much as possible to be amongst the top four, you know, top four clubs at the end of the season. By 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 May next year, Arsenal with the way they are going and with very good additions, if they are bringing in very good additions, you know, that would be joining them soon, I feel they'll be they would want to challenge for its fourth spot. They might not be challenging for the uh, for the EPL, but they would want to finish the league season in a UCL spot. So that's, that would be one of, it would be a very, very great achievement for Atelta. It would be a very good one. So congratulations, Arsenal. Congratulations, Arsenal. Before that game, the game was played around 4.30 on Sunday. On Sunday. Before that game, Chelsea ladies versus um, Man City ladies, they also played the Community Shield game. At Wembley, they played early. They played around 1:30, so their game came in before the men came in to play theirs. So Chelsea ladies won the women's um, super um, yes women's super league yes EPL women's super WSL women EPL women's super league cup. They won the cup and um, finished ahead of um, Man City. So Man City was second place, while Chelsea won the won won. Chelsea ladies won the trophy. Now it was good. It was supposed to, going to be a match against the first position versus the second position because there's nothing like FA Cup. I don't think they play FA Cup in the women's league. No, no, no. It's just the league and maybe Champions League and all. Then this community. So Chelsea ladies played against Man City ladies at Wembley around 1:30 on Sunday, and they won that game. They won that game by two goals to nil. They won the game against Man City ladies. So. They finished. They, they they've been they've been they've been great. Like they've been over a couple of two seasons now, they've been the better side in the women's league in the women's yeah in the women's league in the EPO. Emma Hayes, their manager, has been very very phenomenal. Like she has brought in these ladies and ensured that they 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 challenge for everything. Every, every, I don't. They didn't lose any game last season. They did not. They won more games than Man City. That's why they they won more games than Man City ladies last season. Honestly, so it was, it was, I won't say it was a walk in the park for them anyway, because it took time for them to score both goals. The first half was a 0-0, half to, up to, for five, first 45 minutes was 0-0, up until the 66 minutes when a defender, Bright, scored. Then Erin Godbert came in. At the 90th minute, she scored the second goal, making it 2-0. So they won the community shield against Man City. So, Congratulations, honestly, congratulations. Now, on the 30th of August, we had one of the best games I have watched, like one of the best games so far. It was the UEFA Women's Champions League finals against two very strong sides. If you look at UEFA standings now, we have the Lyon ladies as the top ranked, most ranked, you know, club in the world, in, in, in Europe. Let me not say in the world. <laughs> let, me not, let me not get a ahead of myself now according to uefa rankings leon ladies are the first followed by wolfsburg ladies so it was a game between the best versus the second best the best versus the second best that game was interesting like that game was very very it was it was it was it was it was intrigue field like everybody i had to sit at the edge of my seat like what's gonna happen what's gonna but at the end of the day leon ladies they were tips to be the favorites to win that game they have so far before entering that game they had won six champions league trophies six champions league a record-breaking six champions league trophies and they have won it four times in a row entering into that game like they've won it four consecutive times in a row one two three four you can imagine that you can imagine that kind of thing. they are they are they, they play like men like they play they play very 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 high tempo inclined football high line inclined football like attacking attacking massive attack massive defense honestly they play they play very good before the first half they, before the first 45 minutes was over they had already scored two goals against Wolfsburg. they had already scored two goals against Wolfsburg. honestly Les Sommer, one of their wingers, one of their very good wingers, back then in um, during the um, women's FIFA World Cup um, competitions in 2019, Les Sommer was great. Like she was everywhere for the French national side, national team. 
Even their 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 captain, Wendy Renard. Wendy Renard is a captain for Lyon. She's also the captain for the French national national team, the women French women's national team. They are they they as in they play very very good football. Cascrano, all of them, they were they've been they as in they've been very great. So in that game. They proved to the world why they still remain champions still. Like there is no club out there that will be fit to, 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 you know, to take them down. Well, except just one club. I keep saying it. Except just one team. That's the United States women national team. Those girls are on a different level. If you talk about FIFA World Best as the best team in the world, U.S. ladies are there. The best team in Europe. According to UEFA, then you have um, you have Leon ladies before others. Others then you know tag along. It is just the, the um, United States women's national team that can defeat Leon ladies because Leon ladies, eighty five percent of Leon ladies are playing for the French national side. So even in the last season, last year in two thousand and nineteen, when FIFA Women's World Cup, it was. U.S. that eliminated France in the quarterfinals. That, as in, they 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 they, <laughs> they they beat them hands down and sent them packing. Honestly, they eliminated them. So it is just the U.S. national side. I know that well. To an extent, they have star play. They have star-studded players. That those ladies, they play they play out their hearts when playing football. Outside the U.S. team, hmm, I don't think there's anyone out there to win Leon. Leon won that game against Wolfsburg three goals to one. They scored two goals in the first half. Coming into the second half, Wolfsburg scored one, they were able to pull one back. But before the game ended, before the, I guess in the 88th minute, Lesoma made a cross, very soft, very, very, very sweet cross into the 18-yard box. And her teammate scored the third goal. And that third goal ended, as in, it was, it ended the game. The game ended three goals to one. Leon ladies won their fifth UCL trophy in a row and their seventh in in as in all through all through their existence so they've been they are there i don't think there's any team out there like i said it's only u.s national women's national team that can you know break them but outside those ladies those ladies from u.s i don't think there's any there, i don't think there's any team in europe because u.s of course not it's not in europe i don't think there's any team in europe that'll be able to withstand the Lyon ladies, those ladies are wow. They play very good football. Les Summer plays well. When they ran at the defender plays well. Cascarino plays well. Even um, what's her name? There's this lady that Nikita Paris. Nikita Paris joined from Man City. This this just concluded season. Joined from from Man City. She's an England player. She joined from Paris um, from Man City last season, and she has she has won her very first UCL medal. This is something she has no never won. It's only my, it's only Arsenal I know in, in England that has won the UCL before. Every other, even Chelsea has not won the UCL before. It's Arsenal, Arsenal ladies that have won the, you know, the UCL. So Nikita Paris joining Lyon ladies and voila, her first season she has a medal to show for it. The UCL, one of the most presti prestigious um, trophies in the world to show for it, is a very good one. It's a very good one. Congratulations. I'm not saying Wolfsburg ladies did not play well. For the fact that Wolfsburg was able, in the, in the semi-finals, they were able to eliminate a Barcelona side. A Barcelona side that had the likes of what um, Aziza Toshola in that team. They were able to eliminate a Barcelona side. It's a very good one. It's not an easy thing to eliminate uh, a, a, a Spanish champions, female champions. They eliminated them in the semi-finals. Why Leon ladies eliminated PSG ladies? in the semi-finals to book a place in the finals so congratulations as well to Wolfsburg it's not an easy thing it's not an easy thing they, they tried but then the Lyon side we are the better side in that in that in that in that in that competition and they deservedly you know deserved to win that because it's I will, I will call it their best right they, they, they they've been born for this is something they do with passion they play with passion because they know at the end of the day that they'll win this thing comfortably honestly they win it comfortably so kudos kudos Leon kudos Leon now we'll be going into the Messi saga. Lionel Messi of Barcelona. The 33 year old Argentinian. He a he, few days, few weeks ago, I guess last week, yeah, last week, he made his intentions know that he does not want to play for Baca again. 
Normally, in the past, we always hear this thing, especially when he wants a new contract extension. But as it stands now, this is much more serious because this is much more serious than what you've been hearing for some, some seasons ago. Because most times, oftentimes, his, his contract, he extends by one year, one year, because you never can tell what will happen. So he does not sign a three-year contract or a five-year contract. No, he extends every year. There's always a contract extension. There's always a contract. So the contract extension he did last year, the contract extension, the contract binding him to back at the end of this of June of this year is he has a release clause of seven hundred million euros. Hmm. See money. Seven hundred million euros. He has a release clause of seven hundred million euros. And he says he wants out this time around. He's tired of Barcelona. He wants to he wants to breathe of fresh air. And Baka is telling him that you still have a contract with us. And the contract has expired. The contract was supposed to have expired. Since you did not act, um, activate the release clause, you'd have worked free if the season ended in June and you declared your intentions leaving. But for the fact it has extended, now this is this is this is um, August. That was yes, August. He made his intentions known in August. I don't think you'll be going anywhere till next season, June twenty twenty one. Since it was not activated, that means it still extends to next year. June 2021, and um, Messi is saying the season did not end in June, the season ended in August. Now he wants out, so it's been a tussle between Messi's party versus Barcelona party. And all now, it even got to the sense that La Liga, the La Liga FA, you know, came up with a press release a few days ago that they are siding the Barcelona team. The Barcelona side that Messi ha still has a contract binding him to Barcelona, and on until a club comes to pay his release clause of seven hundred million pounds, he still remains a backup player until proven otherwise. Messi has gone missing in action. He has gone MIA since, like the season. Their season will be starting up on the on the twelfth of that is in two weeks' time on the twelfth of September. So. Players have been turning up for preseason, you know, trainings, drills, and drilling, and all that tactics. Because they now have a new manager, and so he would want to imbibe his own, you know, manner and way of playing football into his new side. Ronald Koeman played for Barcelona in his teens, early twenties for six. He's played there for six six seasons, and he has been unveiled as their new manager after they sacked Certain. After they sacked Certain. So, coming into the club, he had already told the players he wants to remain in the club. The likes of Rakitic, the likes of Vidal, and the likes of, likes of Suarez. He has told them that they don't, they don't have any business in his, in his team, that they, they can go ahead and, you know, find a new, new club. Of course, Rakitic has taken the bulls by the horns, and he has left on a free. He just recently joined Sevilla. Sevilla was the team he was in before Baka bought him. Now he has gone back home. He has gone back to his first boyhood club, Sevilla. Vidal, in the next 48 hours, Vidal will be joining Inter Milan, the Nerazzurri, on a two-year contract. Vidal is 33. He will be joining the Nerazzurri on a two-year contract. They signed him for 6 million euros. He'll be finally, you know, re reconnecting with Antonio Conte. Antonio Conte was actually his manager back then. In Juventus, he was his manager back then. Juventus before he went to, um, before Vidal, you know, left the club to Bayern Munich. Then from Bayern Munich, he finally joined Barcelona from Bayern. So he's going to rejoin. He's going to rejoin his manager at Inter Milan. His former manager at Inter Milan, Antonio Conte, on a two-year deal. Then we also heard this news about Suarez. Suarez. Suarez will be leaving. Because he, he has been told that he does not have a future in Barcelona again. So, the club as it stands now, they are in disarray. Look at this top, top club. But it's a good one. It's just that all these things are happening. Then I'm not saying they will, they, are bound, they, will, they are bound to happen. You don't you don't keep building a team with 30-year-old players and you expect them to keep giving you 100% week in, week out. No. But the sad part of it all is that those guys are leaving without any replacement. Those guys, they've been fantastic for this club side. They've been fantastic 
for them. Suarez has scored a whole lot. Luis Suarez has scored over 100, and 100 plus goals for Barcelona. But he's leaving there. Now, who takes his place? That's my question. Will they start from the scratch to start building up again? That is the difference between a Barcelona team and a Real Madrid team. Luka Jovic, for instance, now joined last season, but he was not okay. It has been Benzema, Benzema. But I believe with time, by next season, he will be given more opportunities. And I believe by then, he must have blended well with the, with the Spanish, how the Spanish Liga is being played and all. Now, when you have an understudy, studying the way you play, when you finally leave, I don't think the club will feel it because your understudy would be there to fill in the gap. But in the situation whereby you don't have someone study, you've been there through in him, you know, play, you've been playing there season in, season out, without anyone understudying you, without anyone being, okay, this is the person that looks up to me, you know. Without, no, you're a mentor without a mentee. When you leave there, the vacuum there you're going to create, it's going to be too much. Luis Suarez leaving back now without anyone. I don't think there's anyone that will be playing as a strike force there. Is it Griezmann? Griezmann, they've always limited Griezmann. It will be a big shoe for Griezmann to fill in if he starts now, starts playing as a striking role. Or they tend to bring in someone from outside, maybe look for maybe um, Laturo Martinez from Inter Milan. Bringing Laturo Martinez from Inter Milan. It's going to take time because he would first of all have to understand the way Barcelona plays, the way they play their tiki-taka formation. Or is it going to be still be the same formation with Ronald Koeman, because I believe he's going to bring his own different, his own, but his own type of um, play, his own formations and uh, tactics and all that. But if they had already had a striker that you know comes in most times when Luis Suarez is not there, he would know the culture of a Barcelona team. He will understand what a being a Catalonian, what it entails, how they play, their style of play, their mode of play, their tactical formations. What it entails, the, the, the vibe in the team. She understand. He must have inculcated himself into the things, the, the nitty-gritty of the team. But as it stands now, Luis Suarez is leaving for Juve because Andre Piro wants him at Juventus. But we don't know how that he's, he's going to leave. That's for sure. He's, he has started training with others, by the way. By the way, but definitely before the season starts, in before two weeks time, he should be leaving for Juventus or any other club, or even Ajax, where he all start, where he started his. Where he started playing professionally. Either, either way, he's going to leave the team. When he leaves, that's a big, big vacuum. You are removing someone that gives you at least 20-something goals every season. I'm not even talking about Messi. You're removing someone that is giving you 20-something goals every season. So who are you replacing him with? Luis Suarez is known to, to be someone that scores very, very good goals. It might, it might take time to certainly know in, in a particular game. But once he starts scoring, he scores massive goals. He scores very... Very lovely goals. Very lovely goals. Who is going to be the person now to replace Luis Suarez? Who is who? who? Lat is it Laturo Martinez? Who is the person that would replace him? If probably they had gotten someone before now as an understudy, like I said earlier, it would have been, it would have been easier to for the person. Because once the, this, his mentor is leaving, the mentee to an extent will be able to like, fit in the shoes okay i'll try as much as possible at least i know how he plays i know the things i'll add bringing my own style bring my own kind of way and adding up to what i've learned from him you know but now there's no one there are you expecting griezmann griezmann how many games has he started for barcelona he'll be under pressure to prove himself if he's placed into the striking role now he'll be under pressure to prove himself and he might end up making mistakes so that's the thing Messi wants to leave. If he leaves, what happens? I'm not saying Barcelona is going to fall, but they would feel it because he does not have an understudy. The team has been built around Messi for over 20 years now. He has been their star man for more than more than a decade plus now. Um, yeah. So what happens? They have a meeting. The father of Messi, Messi and his you know legal counsel and all. They have a meeting with the Barcelona Barcelona side. It was supposed it was slated for tomorrow, but according to Sky Sports today, a Sky Sports reporter in Barcelona said Messi's father that was supposed to be in Barcelona today from Argentina, he'll be coming tomorrow. I guess flight issues and all. So 
He will come in and be flying in from Argentina tomorrow in prep for the um the meeting that has been shifted from Wednesday now to Thursday. So that meeting we would know what will happen because he has not attended even Messi he 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 doesn't see himself as a Barcelona player as he stands now. He has stopped attending, you know, he, he has not even attended anything regarding Barcelona training, whatever, whatever. This is it. They most um, all the teammates uh, teammates all reported back. Apart from of course, apart from Rakitic and Vidal, I don't think Vidal, yeah, and Vidal. Every other teammate they've reported back for they would have to do COVID nineteen tests and all that. So he he has been missing in action and if as a Barcelona player you don't return, he, he has been fined for these three days. He has refused to return. He has been fined. Each day has been over um, one hundred and ten thousand pound, um, pounds or thereabouts. It seems it's around three hundred thousand pounds or so. That as fine as a penalty fee for not turning up for trainings. And he doesn't care. Starting a chicken changing, he will pay comfortably. He will pay comfortably. So it's something he can easily pay. It's not. Uh, it's not. A big, it's not something. It's not big money like that to him. She understand, but the fact remains, he is still insisting that he wants to leave. Where will he be living to? Man City is the only club for now that Man City and PSG. But I feel, if he finally leaves, and they grant him his freedom to go, he will be joining Man City. He will want to play under the manager where he won it all. One under the manager, he 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 excelled more and we he, he also has his brother from the same country Sergio Aguero Kun Aguero playing in the EPL in that same team so for him to settle down Messi does not speak English but for him to be able to settle down in that team now he would have people around him that are from the same country we have the likes of um, Kun Aguero yeah even Pep Guardiola as well. I believe having Pep, this is somebody he, he tried very, very well. He he excelled very well under Pep. He won the Champions League. He won his he won Ballon d'Ors. He won a whole lot under Pep. So I feel he will want to go back there. He want he want to join up with the man that made it all happen for him. Let's just see how it goes. I don't know what the meeting on Thursday will be, but either way, for anything that comes up, I'll still let everyone know. I'll still let everyone know. Now. Going into the transfers, we have we've had a whole lot of transfer news. I've said something about Rakitic, Ivan Rakitic, the Croatian uh, midfielder, Ivan Rakitic joining Sevilla, Sevilla on a free transfer. Vidal will be joining Inter Milan in Nerazzurri on a six million euros two-year contract extend uh, two-year contract with Nerazzurri. He's going to join up with join up finally with his former manager Antonio Conte. Now, we also have Alan. Alan is a guy, a Brazilian midfielder that plays for Napoli. It's been said that he is joining Everton. He'll be joining Everton for a 25 million euros plus add-ons. He'll be joining Everton on a four-year contract. And now, people will be asking, why Everton? The manager in Everton has his pool power. He's actually trying to get players that has played under him, players that have been faithful under him. Everton did not end well. They didn't end the first 10. Of the league, so it's something first top ten of the league, and it's it's not good enough. So they need reinforcement. They need players that have proven themselves time and time again in seasons in in clubs, season in season out. So Alan Foots, that be he's a workaholic in the midfield. He's a workaholic in the midfield. He 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 has been instrumental for Napoli, but now he's joining Everton. He's going to join Ancelotti's Everton. We also have news regarding. James um, Rodriguez from Real Madrid. Ancelotti signed James Rodriguez in 2014 after he ended the World Cup as the youngest player with highest go number of goals with the Golden Boots in 2014. He joined Real Madrid. From, from Real Madrid, he went on loan to Bayern Munich. It was still the same Ancelotti when Ancelotti joined Bayern Munich that brought James Rodriguez. Now, he wants him at Everton. So, Talks are ongoing. I believe in the next 48 hours, it's in, in the advanced, you know, the, 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 the talks between Everton and Real Madrid are in the advanced stage. So as soon as it happens, he'll be flying in to England for medicals and he will join up Ancelotti. 
it's a good one. He's a very good number ten. James he scores massive. He scores very good goals, and I feel he will thrive well under a manager that believes in him, under a manager that believes in that believes in in his in his efforts. Zidane does not really play him that much. Zidane doesn't play him that much. And when Zidane came into power into the city, he was the one that sent him on loan to Bayern Munich, and after his loan, two years loan, he still returned back to to his parents' club. But as he stands there, he seems from the look of things. Real Madrid will want to sell him on a permanent basis, but it's not going to be very high because they want to cut out, cut down their losses. For him to go, they need to slash down the price tag they've placed on him. So it's not going to be too too expensive, just for for him to be off their their books for good. So James Rodriguez will be joining Everton. Alan has already joined. He has done his medicals. Like it's going to just the confirmation and unveiling that's remaining for for um Alan to join Everton officially. Now, we um, also... Chelsea has done a pretty good... a lot of business this period. Last week was... <laughs> it was from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they announced three players in three days. Yes. Chelsea announced the signing of three players in three days. You know, initially before now, they had already signed the likes of Hakim Zaich from from Ajax, signed um, Timo Werner from Bayer Leverkusen, no, from RB Leipzig, sorry. Hakim Zeich was signed from Ajax. Timo Werner was signed from RB Leipzig. They've signed them even before the season, last season ended. Now, on Wednesday, they confirmed the signing of left-back, 23-year-old left-back Ben Chiwell from Leicester on a £50 million deal for five years. The guy, the young man signed... For five years, a contract, a new contract with Chelsea on a 50 million deal. She understands. So they signed um, Ben Chiwell. They signed Malang Sar from Nice. He's a 21-year-old defender, a left-footed defender, centre-back defender from Nice, OGC Nice in Ligue 1, French Ligue 1. They signed him on a free transfer. They also signed veteran Thiago Silva from PSG. He was Thiago Silva is the captain for PSG. He was a captain. He's a captain for Brazil. He was the captain for AC Milan when he played for AC Milan back then in Syria. A. Then he joined PSG eight years ago and he became captain for them. He has captained that team for eight for the for a, a, more than more than three hundred games that he has played for PSG. So he left PSG with a whole lot of trophies like and a whole lot of experience. So bringing a thirty-five year old into the team, I feel. No, most people like raise their eyebrows. Like, why would Chelsea want to sign? This is not their standard. But we just, Chelsea gave him just a one-year contract with an option of an extension for a further year. Look at the Chelsea team. I don't think they have. They don't have leaders there. As as Kuleta, their chap, uh, their captain, is not someone that talks a lot. Once he's not there, he's not the kind of person that com can command respect at the back line. Command, tell this person, you Zuma, stay here. Rodriga, don't go far. Christensen, stay where you are. Ben Chiwell, stay where you are. Azuculeta, stay where you are. Like, they need someone that has that leadership qualities. And who other person, who, who else but than um, Thiago Silva is a, is a massive one. Bringing in experience into, into a Chelsea young team is a good one. Is a good one. So, congratulations, Chelsea. Signing Ben Chiwell. That Ben Chiwell has always been Lampard's first choice of a left back. Yeah, they had the likes of um, Sergio Regulon. Alex tells a whole lot of players, um, Tico, um, Nico Tag Taglafico from Ajax, the Argentina from Ajax. You know, they had a whole lot of options, cheaper options, but finally Chelsea signed Benchiwa for Lampard. So it's a good one. Malaksa will be going out on loan to gain more experience before he comes back finally to become a Chelsea player, maybe by next season or two seasons from now. Then Thiago Silva, of course, he'll be he has joined already. He has he signed, depending on a, a one-year Contract. And one thing about this Thiago Silva that back then in PSG, he was earning over three hundred thousand pounds per week. But now he took a pay cut. It's a free transfer. He took a pay cut. He's not going. He stands to earn a hundred and ten thousand pounds per week at Chelsea. So it's a massive pay cut. It's a massive pay cut. It's a massive one. So it's a good one having such. And Chelsea, they'll be waiting for the announcement of a record signing, Kai Havertz. I we we, we had it's over a hundred million euros transfer that's 92 million pounds 
72 million we paid up front, then the remaining 18 we paid as add on. So, Kai didn't show up for Bayer Leverkusen on Sunday. He joined up England um, German team because they'll be playing these um, UEFA Nations League competitions. All clubs, they are they, all clubs, we all players from clubs will be playing in Europe, will be playing in the UEFA Nations League competitions for their respective countries, for their respective national sides. So, Harvard's as it stands now, has joined up Germany. Germany will be playing against Spain. Germany will be playing, they will be playing the UEFA Nations League against Spain. And they are playing against Spain. Yes, they are playing, their first game will be against Spain. And Switzerland. They will be playing against Spain on Thursday and Switzerland on Sunday. In the Nations League games, yes. So he has joined his teammates at the German, where their their campground, their training ground, as it stands. And I don't think from from what Bayer Leverkusen's manager said, few that was um, yeah yes yes during the press conference he already said he doesn't expect Kai um, Kai Havertz to return back to Bayer Leverkusen. That means he has he's a goner, <laughs> he's gone already. So I believe from. After their games, after their um, their UEFA national um, Nations League games with their club, their respective national national teams, national side, he will be flying straight to England for his medicals, and um, subsequent signing of a five-year contract with Chelsea. He wants to join, and I feel it's it's a done deal. According to a sports journalist, Fabrizio Romano, a reliable sports journalist, Fabrizio Romano, he said that deal is a done deal. It's just announcements now that's remaining so that's just it kai will be joining chelsea or the 90 million pound that's going to be a record signing for chelsea he's just 21 but his input so far has been nothing short of extraordinary the guy is phenomenal i don't want to start hyping the guy i feel as the season goes by people will watch and see what kai will be bringing to the team chelsea would also want to go for a goalkeeper the Kepa has not been great so far. He has not been... Last season was not really okay for him. So, Chelsea has a stance that they are going in for a goalkeeper. We They have the likes of Donnarumma from AC Milan. The 21-year-old um, Donnarumma from AC Milan. We have Onana, Andre Onana from um, Ajax. And we also have Eduardo Mendy from Rennes. He's a Senegalese goalkeeper. So, they are all going... They want, at least out of these three, and also Nick Pope from Burnley, out of these four four goalkeepers, they'll be it's like they'll be getting at least one person. A few days back, Chelsea placed a bid for Eduardo Mendy of um Rennes. Rennes is a club that plays in the League One, the French national side. He's a Senegalese goalkeeper. He's 27, 20, within 27, 28 year old, and his reflexes are wow. I took time to watch his his a couple of his video clips on YouTube and I was really really impressed by what I saw. So it's likely Chelsea will be going for him. Chelsea had already placed a bid for him for fifteen million pounds, but it was rejected. They have returned back again with an improved offer of eighteen million pounds. So we want to see what will happen. I know definitely Czech Peter Czech has already told you know the, the uh, masses that Kepa will not be leaving the club, at least not yet. He had a very torrid season last season, but they still have faith in him that he will improve. There's no people, no, there's no one that is above mistakes. But let him, they won't just give him a benef benefit of doubt. See how fair he will, how, how well he will fare this is. But definitely, they'll be bringing in a goalkeeper. They'll bring it, they won't, they won't take chances. They'll bring in a goalkeeper. And they've spent a whole lot. They've spent a whole lot. Chelsea has indeed spent it. So, I don't think Lampard would, would have any excuse this period. This new season coming, start, start, starting off very soon, in two weeks' time not to deliver for every of the player he has wanted Chelsea has given to him Havertz will be joined and we also had a rumor about Declan Rice joined but I don't think that one I don't think it would it would happen I don't think it will happen West Ham will not want to release their star player to Chelsea no to a rival team no I don't think it will happen now my United my United in the past will be having issues we're having um Reports regarding um, Jadon Sancho, Jadon Sancho, but as it stands now, Jadon Sancho news has reduced to the minimal. We are the, the trending news in my United's campground now is Donny Van der Beek.
Donny van der Beek is a midfielder that plays for Ajax. He's a Netherlands midfielder that plays for Ajax. He's a 23-year-old Netherlands midfielder that plays for Ajax. It has been reported, according to Sky Sports, that he has had a medical with Man United. In the past, it was Real Madrid that wanted this guy. But coronavirus happened. He was even about to go for medicals and, you know, agree a deal and all. But COVID-19 happened and the deal got halted. And now this guy wants to leave Ajax. He wants to join up, you know, the likes of the Jong left. The leaked left for Juventus. The Jong left for Barcelona. You know, a whole lot of their players... Hakim Zayic left for Chelsea. So I feel he he, he 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 wants to leave. Like this is the set time to leave the club. And now finally, 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 he has gotten his dream come true. Leaving Netherlands for the very first time. He'll be joining Man, Man United on a 40 million deal. 40, for five years, he has, he has passed his medicals. And he has passed his medicals. As it stands now, he is with his national side. They'll be playing. He's with his national side. They'll be playing against... Um, Poland. They were playing against Poland and Italy in the UEFA Nation, Nation, Nations League games. So after those games, since Italy is also in the, in Europe, I feel he would just he would be joining United soon. It's all it's as good as a done deal. Congratulations, United fans! At least they have something to talk about this period. They've been silent in the in the transfer window. They have something to talk about now. So Van der Beek is a good player. He's 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 a good player. having Van der Beek. In um, in a in a trio of trio of um, we have Poba, we have Bruno Fernandes and Van der Beek as midfielders. It's going to be a massive one for 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 Man United. So that is a good deal. It's a very very good deal. So for the games that will be played, the UEFA Nations League, of course, UEFA Nations League starting up now. Most of the clubs, um, league league games has had to stop for. All players to return back to their national sides. So on the third, the games we played on the third down to the eighth. So I'm going to list out games that we played on the third of September or on the fourth of September. We have Jam um, Germany versus Spain. That game is going to be a massive one. Germany versus Spain, Ukraine versus. This is the one for third, the third of September, and it will be played on by 7:45 p.m. Germany take on Spain, Ukraine versus Switzerland. Russia versus Serbia, Turkey versus Hungary, Bulgaria versus Ireland, Finland versus Wales. That's going to be an interesting game too. Slovenia versus Greece. Then finally, Moldova versus Kosovo. Then on the 4th of September, we have the likes of um, Italy versus Bosnia Herzegovina, Netherlands versus Poland, Norway versus Austria. Romania versus Northern Ireland, Scotland versus Israel, Slovakia versus Czech Republic, Belarus versus Albania. Belarus versus Albania. So those are the games that we played. The UEFA Nations League games that we played on the third and on the fourth. On the third and on the fourth. And these games will run down down till the eighth. The second the second because each club, each um, nation, uh, each country, each national team will be playing two games before the season starts formally for everyone of course the league one has already started their season but they're not going to play because everybody ha had to you know return back to their na national national team side they're not going to play any game now for now until the uefa nations league games have been played i want to say a huge congratulations to jack Grealish. jack Grealish is a 23 year old about 23 or 24 year old aston villa captain when the list for um England, the England call-up list was released. We all thought, well, that the Jagrilish name should be included in that in that list. But unfortunately, it didn't happen at first. It didn't happen. But I would call it, I wouldn't call it karma. I would just call it, it's a, it's a bit of love because Rashford and uh, Rashford dropped out from the England side. He had, he had a, a, an ankle injury. He dropped out from the England side. And well, Gareth Southgate, the national team manager for England, had to call up Jagrilis. So Jagrilis got his first call up in the England national side. Just, I think that was last night. His name was released last night to join up. And he has, today he has joined up his national team side. He has joined up his national team side. England, England will be playing against Iceland and Denmark. England will be playing against Iceland 
and Denmark. Like I said, said Germany will play against Switzerland, Spain and Switzerland. Spain will face Germany and Ukraine. Netherlands will play against Poland versus Italy. And the, the game as they come, it's going to be quite an interesting week. So it's going to be football, football games all through. It's going to be football, football games all through. Zlatan Ibramovic, the 38-year-old striker. Switzerland, uh, Swi um, yes, Switzerland, not Switzerland. No, he's not from Switzerland. The 38-year-old 38 striker has signed a deal of one year with AC Milan. He's going to earn £6 million. Pounds per, it's not per week, but in the, in the, for, for, for the year. For the year. So he has signed a contract extension by one year again. No, he played for them last last year. He joined in January, and he really helped them to at least they'll be playing Europa. You'll be playing in the Europa League by next season. They ended they ended their season on a high note. So he has been phenomenal for that side. He has been phenomenal for the San Siro for the San Siro side, and he will be joining. He has extended his contract by one year with them again. He has extended his contract by one year with the San Siro side. So. That's it. As the transfer windows, as games and players, you know, keep moving from one team to another, I'll keep giving us feedbacks. I'll keep giving us feedbacks. Thank you very much for listening. I'll keep giving us feedbacks. Keep giving us feedback as the gist, as the transfer. Because this is just, transfer window would run from now down to October 5th. So for each transfer information, as it comes up, I, I would try as much as possible to keep you all abreast on what is happening in the transfer world. The League One season has already started. The League One season started last week. Serie A for 2020-2021 will be starting up on the 19th of September. The EPL will be starting on the 12th of September. La Liga will be starting on the 12th of September as well. Then the Bundesliga will be starting on the 19th of September. So it's just barely two, three weeks from now. The league, the new, the new season will be starting up. The new season will be starting up. So that's that that that's just it. That is just it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I wonder what will be happening on, on Thursday. Will Messi finally agree to stay in Barcelona? Or will the club allow him to work on a free? Work this is someone that has that I don't think I don't think Baka will want to allow him to work because he has generated over time, he has generated a lot of revenue for Baka. If he's leaving, a whole they're gonna lose revenue. They're gonna lose revenue because football is business. So let's just see what happens. Either way, anything that happens on Thursday, I'm going to ensure that I give, keep everyone abreast on the happenings come Thursday. Thank you very much for listening listening to Sports Hub with the Berry. Thank you for listening to Radio Radio. We have a whole lot of program programs on this, sta on this station online. So you, you log in, you, you listen to a whole lot. We are fully, fully packed. We are fully loaded. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day and happy new month. Happy new month to everyone. May September be good to all of us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye.